What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Tony Trujillo, here with my homie, Austin Rawlison. Austin, buddy, as always, gotta ask it, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, things are rock and rolling. A bunch of um, things that have taken a million years are finally coming together, so... Hell yeah, man. I couldn't agree more. I'm super stoked and super happy for what's coming. <clears throat> I think it's going to be good. Not just good for us, but good for the fans. So you guys are going to be in for a real treat uh, once Austin and I get our house together with the family and stuff. We are going to be <clears throat> recording in person pretty much every episode. There's probably going to hardly be any time that we'll be using Skype anymore. But that being said, you guys will get better quality. No more connectivity issues. It'll be just like old times. It's going to be great, actually. I think it's going to probably increase a lot of shit for us. It's going to make things a whole lot easier. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Skype, but I like to do it in person. I just, um, I'm not big on this whole behind cameras or behind, you know, laptops and shit. It's it's different. But that being yeah, said. Uh, Tony can't see my um, juiciness. Find the camera, so. My juiciness. Well, since yours isn't working, I'm going to just turn mine off. But, um, <clears throat> fuck it, man. Um, it's been quite a day for me. Uh, I went to our good friend Chance's house for a party. That was exciting. Got to play water pong because none of us drink. Well, me and him, <laughs> me and him don't. Like, everyone else had, like, jello shots. And they bought all this booze and stuff, but nobody was really, like, into the drinking mood at the moment. So we were like, yeah, we'll just play some water pong. And it was fun, you know. I mean, really, we just sat there drinking soda. <laughs> to me, that's about as good as it gets, though, because I'm just not a drinker anymore, you know, now that I'm trying to maintain it. So right. anytime there's a party and I see alcohol, I'm like, well, I'm about to be the boring guy because I'm not drinking. I will get drunk on life. <laughs> Got him. Look, I get it. I understand why people like to drink. I just, with my journey... I want to keep it going. You know, I haven't had a drink since December 26th. Yeah, 26th. Christmas Day was the last time I ever had a drop of alcohol. Um, but ever since, you know, I've been feeling pretty oh, good yeah. and doing much better. So I just want to keep it that way for a while. I mean, I truly don't think I'm going to be ready to fully get back into being a moderate drinker just because I know I can't handle it yet. So, you know, uh, without getting too serious on the show, just... That's why I am how I am now. I'm kind of like a, I'm the fat Mexican CM Punk. I live a straight edge lifestyle. So no drugs or alcohol. No drugs, no alcohol. Yeah, man, I spent all day today rewatching that fucking episode. <laughs> that pop, though, man, it was pretty cool. I was just like, damn. But um, <clears throat> on some serious shit, we left off on our bonus episode with a, uh, a little shout out to Mr. Brandon Frazier. Now, I'd like to spend some time talking about that because I didn't know that um, he, you know, I knew he was coming back and that he would, he had been in a lot of roles. But did you know that this dude uh, basically has been signed for like his first lead role in over, God, probably over a decade, maybe even longer, in a uh, Martin Scorsese film? Martin Scorsese, uh, if you don't know who he is, you are out of your mind. He's made good fellas. Casino, The Departed. He even did the new movie for Netflix, um, The Irishman or whatever. He, any mafia movie you've seen that's big, he's the guy that made it. We'll just put it that way. But 
I guess he got Brendan Fraser on board to be in a lead role. It's his first lead role in forever. So I didn't know that was coming. And I got pretty excited because, you know, as we mentioned on the last episode that we did, that we want him to come back. And he's slowly gaining that traction again. And shit, did you do you know what happened to him and why he wasn't in movies anymore? Uh, I'm not sure. I've heard rumors. I don't know what's true, what's not. Right. That's the same here. So, like, um, because he hasn't really, like, opened up too much with details, the story goes he was touched by somebody on a set. That's that's the story we're given by all these outlets, though. I mean, he doesn't go into detail again. It's just um, from what I've heard, or at least from what I've read, he was sexually assaulted in a sense. He was, you know, something horrible happened to him, but he's a man, so nobody listens to him. And when he speaks up, he gets shut down. So we don't see him and anything like the only thing he could get for a while was um tv roles and then he he was doing the indie films he did one called um journey to the end of the night i think is what it's called basically it's him and scott glenn and uh, they live in like um damn what country is it i already forgot i think it's bangkok it's somewhere in there but basically they're both like uh in the sex trafficking and drug trade business it's a really good film for being an indie film but that was all he could get. Indie films are great if you know where to go to watch them. A lot of people don't watch them because they're not advertised as the bigger movies that we get. So that being said, he kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And to be quite honest with you, I think the last big movie I saw him in was the uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, the one with that kid. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was kind of a yeah. shitty movie, but... For some reason, I thought his was the sequel, but I forgot The Rock is in the sequel. That's what it was. Mm. But I bring it up because I don't know about you. I'm a big Brendan Fraser fan. I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I like Brendan Fraser. I mean, he's just—he's awesome, man. My, what's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Because he's been in a ton of shit. Oh, great freaking question! Let's get a list of let's get a list of all the best Brendan Fraser movies up here. Pull that up, but I already know mine. Mine's actually an older one. It's called Airheads. You ever heard of it? Yeah. I fucking love it, man. That's my favorite Brendan Fraser movie of all time. Number two is probably Encino Man. That was his first, like, uh, big role. And um, I'm assuming you've seen Encino Man with Pauly Shore. Uh, yeah. I, oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, excuse me. Long ago. Yeah, it's the one where he was the caveman they find in the backyard. It's... Pauly Shore, and then um, I always forget his fucking name, but he played Rudy. I know that. <laughs> That's what I most remember the dude from is Rudy. But, um, you know, I love that movie, too. But my all-time favorite is uh, Airheads. The Mummy is definitely up there, too. I would kill to see another Mummy movie with Brendan Fraser. I don't care how big he is. Because he did get pretty big. Um, he's pretty chunky. Yeah. There, was, there was a movie he was in recently with Don Cheadle and uh, Benicio Del Toro. I already forgot the name of it, but it's a movie about like a kind of like a criminal, um, like a robbery gone wrong. And I guess he's like the handler of it. Like he has all the info and shit. Well, he's really fat in it, like really, really fat. Worse than what I had seen him in his uh, latest interview, because, again, he is chunky. But, man, he's big in this movie. So I don't know if that was a movie effect or if that was really him, but he was huge. Couldn't even recognize him. Yeah, he got pretty big. Um for some I reason, so. I remember, was he in Over the Hedge? 
Mm. I don't know. That's the animated one, right? Yeah. I don't know. We I should feel look like up. he was in Over the Hedge. I know Bruce Willis was. He's the um the the uh, raccoon, the asshole. Well, you know, he ends up being the good guy, but he's the fucking asshole. That's Bruce Willis that voices him. You know what Brandon Fraser was and that we all forgot? Um, George of the Jungle. Yeah, he was George of the Jungle. A terrible movie, but it's cool when you're a kid. Damn, I looked up Brandon Fraser over the hedge, and you know what the number one result is? Hmm. And I quote, Brandon Fraser, I was raped by a Hollywood executive. Then that's what it is. Yeah, that's the story. So yeah, he he spoke up about it and insulted by a powerful Hollywood executive, which is only being blacklisted from the movie industry forever. Explosive interview with GQ, the mummy star described a disturbing encounter with Gold Globe executive Philip Burke, who said sexually assaulted him in 2003. It's occurred at Beverly Hills Hotel while they were having lunch. His left um, reaches around and grabs my butt cheek. And one of his fingers touches me in the taint, he told GQ. And he starts moving it around. I feel ill. I felt like a little kid. I felt like there was a ball in my throat. I thought I was going to cry. It's a fucked up story, dude. And then he got he got fucked. He got reamed over that shit. Like, um, no pun intended. He really got screwed on that because you can say what you want. Brendan Fraser is a really good actor. Watch the indie was- movies he's in. He said, I was blaming myself and I was miserable because I was saying, this is nothing. This guy reached around and he copped the feel. That summer wore on. I can remember what I went to work on next. Frazier said the roles he took as a physical toll on him in his physical prime from the 1997's George the Jungle was fast fading. By the time I did the third mummy picture in China, I was put together with tape and ice because they're small and light and they can fit under your clothes. I was building an exoskeleton for myself daily. Eventually, injuries he received while performing his stunts required multiple surgeries. He had a lumbar um, lumbectomy, a surgery that removes a back portion of the vertebrae, lower back to create more room within the spinal canal. However, it didn't take it. It didn't take. It had to be done again a year later. He underwent partial knee replacement, more back surgery involving bolting various compressed spinal pads together and even surgery to repair his vocal cords. Frazier said he was in and out of hospitals for seven years. The actor's been enjoying a minor resurgence on television with a lot of supporting part in the affair and trust. Maybe I'm overreacting in terms of what the instance was, he said, but I just know what my truth is. Well, yeah, he was he was sexually assaulted. It's one thing when a dude pats you on the ass. That's a playful thing. This guy was filling him up and shit, and this guy was being a predator, and ultimately Brendan Fraser got fucked because of it. He got moved aside, and you know he was already an established star, but that really fucked up his career. And now he's making a comeback. And what's crazy is I always thought a lot of people didn't care about him, but I'm looking online, dude, and there's freaking oh, no. people. I'm so freaking retarded. Hmm. Brendan Fraser wasn't over the hedge. He was in Furry Vengeance. Oh my god. Who was in Over the Hedge then, besides Bruce Willis? There's somebody in there. There's like Wanda a assembled Sykes. cast. Um, who plays um, the fucking squirrel? Oh, um, yeah, who is Remy? I love that movie. Oh, now that you've said that, I'm going to watch that later. Dude, Over the Hedge is one of the most underrated movies of all time. I don't know, dude. I went and saw it in theaters when I was a kid. I fucking loved it. It's Bruce funny Willis, as hell. Steve Carell, William Shatner, 
Wanda Sykes. That makes sense. Yeah, I do remember Steve Carell being in there somewhere. I think Steve uh, Carell is Remy. It's probably yeah. That, that would be most likely Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's the raccoon that's like trying to break into the vending machine at the very beginning of the movie, from what I remember. <coughs> but uh, ooh. um, Brendan Fraser though, if you go online, man, he is trending like a motherfucker. There's people tweeting like bring bring back Brendan Fraser or support for Brendan Fraser. And then I guess he had an interview with this lady. He's like, so uh, are you coming back? Cause we miss you. And he's like, you guys miss me. <laughs> like he, did, like he didn't know that people were like, where's Brendan Fraser. And I was like, dude, I always felt the same way. I thought people didn't give a shit anymore, but I love the guy. I'm like, where the fuck is Brendan Fraser? He's one of those names that he's in all the good, funny, like he's in all the feel good movies. And then he's done some dramatic stuff, but he's a great actor. And I, I feel like that shit really set him back. And what sucks is now he's like, what, late 40s, early 50s? And he's suddenly he making a comeback. Rough. Oh, yeah. How old is Brendan Fraser? The answer is that Brendan Fraser is why is the internet so freaking slow? Wind threat and fan, uh, 52 years old. So he's still he's pretty young, bald. but yeah, he's going bald. He's pretty big, and ultimately, he's making a comeback at a later time in his life. Yes, he's a young man still. If you think about it, he is young, but he's old I, and past his prime. I still think his best stuff might be um, from Suicide Squad. You mean Doom Patrol? Or Doom Doom Patrol? You know, Suicide Squad, Doom Basically Patrol. Basically the same thing. They're both <laughs> Right. No, I love him in Doom Patrol. Like, I hardly even notice him in the fucking suit because his voice, it's noticeable. I love him in that. That movie, Journey to the End of the Night, I think is his best fucking role, man. He is crazy in that movie. Like, he's fucking evil. But I love him in Airheads. That's my favorite all-time movie. But that's also because I was a kid when I saw it. And growing up in the 90s, we've had this discussion, man. That was the prime time to be an Adam Sandler fan, to be a fucking... Chris Farley fan, like the '90s had some of the best comedic actors of all time. We got some pretty good ones. Like I grew up watching uh, Seth Rogen and them too, and I like them. But as they've gotten older and as we go into this woke shit, they've stopped being as funny because you know now they have to worry about losing their jobs and appeasing a crowd. So it's not the same. And it's the same story with Will Ferrell. I, I loved him too, but not only is he trying to avoid it, but he's also super democratic and crazy so we don't get the fun anymore but i think my favorite um so like this is tricky for me uh my favorite comedian of all time like at least funny actor there we go my favorite funny actor of all time is jim carrey currently it's danny mcbride i have been following danny mcbride since pineapple express his best work is eastbound and down he is a funny motherfucker if you ever catch him in a movie, dude, he always makes it funny. He's also a good actor. He's been in some serious roles, but goddamn, he's hilarious. Adam Sandler's up there, too. It's just, I'm super disappointed. It's like, I don't know where he went. I have not watched a... Um, I have not watched a, like, comedy in, like, almost three or four years where I actually, like, enjoyed that was actually legitimate well, they're just not funny anymore. They've, like, fucked the shit out of comedy these days. I think the last really good funny movie I saw that had me just 
dying, like fucking on the floor, losing it was probably the hangover, the first one. Yeah, that's that sounds about right for me. That's the last like good funny movie I ever saw. I love the second and the third one as well, but they're not as good. But yeah, that was the last fucking for me, I think the most hilarious film of all time. It's probably Caddyshack. Uh no, Cat- the funniest movie of all time is You're about to say fucking baseball. Spaceballs. Oh my yep. god. It's no, don't don't get me wrong. I love Spaceballs, but for me, it's a tie between Caddyshack and Superbad. Those are just like the funniest fucking movies of all time. I love Spaceballs, dude. I'm fucking Rick Moranis is great. I'm kind of glad he's coming back, at least for a brief moment. Mm. They're doing that uh, sequel for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or whatever. Yeah. And I'm praying it doesn't suck because, man, he's so old. Dude, I'm begging this to please don't screw up. Well, um, oh, you mean the new one? Yeah, I'm begging them to please don't screw it up. You but know, yeah, um, the reason um, I think Spaceballs is stupid hilarious. Um, also, um, excuse me, freaking other comedies, um, freaking Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is awesome. Rick was in Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the gatekeeper, or no, he's the um. What the fuck is he? But he's always like, are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> I always forget who he is. He's something, but he's got to be with, uh, what the fuck's exactly. her name? Sigourney he's the, Weaver. He's, yeah, he's the, the neighbor, but that Lewis, I think his name's Lewis. Yeah, and he's always like trying to get with her and shit. But um, you know what movie I hope they don't fuck up? So um, Steve Martin, I love Steve Martin to death. He's one of my favorite actors too. But I'm... I'm assuming at some point in your life you've seen Three Men and a Baby. Yes. Well, you know, they had the sequel, um, Three Men and a... What the fuck was it? I can't... Oh, Three three Men and a Little a little Lady or whatever. Well, they're making another one, Three Men and a Bride. And it's where she's grown up and she's about to get married. And I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Like, you know what? Question. Is Tom Selleck going to be in it? I believe so. I believe everyone's returning for it. But here's the thing, dude. It's going to like a streaming service like Amazon. If Tom Selleck is in it, I'll watch it. If there's no Tom Selleck, I'm boycotting it. I'm going to look it up because now I'm curious. But I, from what I was told, everyone is going to be back in it. I'm just hoping they don't fuck it up because I'm just that. That sounds awesome. Freaking Ted Danson and Tom Selleck back at it again. I love Ted Danson. One of my favorite shows growing up was a uh, Becker. Did you ever see that show? Um, a little bit. Have you watched um, The Good Place? Um, that's the one where they're all like dead, right? And they're in like yeah. a yeah, it's like a, a simulation kind of thing. It's supposed to be like the it's like a what do you call that? Um, it's, limbo it's or whatever. Afterlife, yeah. Yeah, they're all stuck there or whatever. Oh, it's so good. Uh, the The Good Place is like my top five favorite. TV shows of all time. Oh shit! Never mind. Um, it's not. Oh, what the fuck? Why did I think Steve Martin was in Three Men and a Baby? I've got the wrong movie. No, it's the right movie, but I don't know why I thought Steve Martin was in it. I fucked that whole bit up. Um, okay, apparently I was also wrong about something else. I'm just reading this now. Oh. Uh, about a year or two ago, they canceled the plans to make a third one, and they're doing a remake, Three Men and a Baby from Disney. Uh, so far. 
all that's been um, announced is that they have cast Zac Efron. The remake of the 1987 film where three bachelors find themselves forced to take care of a baby left by one of the guy's girlfriends. Um, Zac Efron is supposed to be in it. I don't know who the director is. I've never heard of these people. So never mind. We're not getting that. And Steve Martin was not in those movies. (laughs) I don't know why I thought Steve Martin was, but Steve Martin is fucking legit. You know who else I like? Remember Leslie Mann? Fucking what movie? Um, The Naked Gun. All of them, really. But uh, I like him, too. Man, I hate to say this. I feel like my parents had the better comedies growing up. They had all the better comedies and music and shit. For sure. But here's my question. You have seen Avatar The Last Airbender, the actually... um, The show, yeah. Right? The show, yeah, on Nickelodeon, yeah. Netflix is making another live-action adaptation... But instead of making it a oh, movie, they're making it a series. Of, of God. I am so afraid. Why? Yeah, I don't want a live action I one. I am so afraid. I'd lo- I would love a live action one. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan made the worst movie of all time. That one, yes. But I think that Afterlife is his fucking... Or no, After Earth. That's the worst fucking movie <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, dude. That movie only exists for Will Smith and Jaden Smith. I can't think of any other reason why they made it. That's just, that movie sucks ass. He had like a string of bad movies, and apparently his newest one, Old, the one where like this family goes on a vacation to a beach where everybody gets really old until they die, sounded cool, looked suspenseful. Apparently it was really shitty. And I was like, fuck, man, he did so good with Split. I thought The Visit was cool. Um, Glass was a little, eh. It was way too comic book, but that was the whole point of it. That was why he made Split and Unbreakable. He was trying to make his own comic book thing. It wasn't bad, though. I enjoyed it. Um, But, yeah, apparently Old sucks. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. He made a string of shitty movies right after, um, God, what movie was that? The Village. The Village was okay. It wasn't great. The ending does get you because M.I. Shyamalan was known for making twist endings. That one gets you. Uh, Did you see it? Um, say that again. Say what? What? What show or what movie? Real quick. It was the M Night Shyamalan film, The Village, with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh yeah, a long time ago. Right, and the twist is, you know, when they when they exit the forest, whatever, they find that they're um, that they're basically like in an Amish village and they've been hiding from the real world. That's the twist. Um, and it was cool, but like I said, it's not really a great movie. Uh, his best was definitely The Sixth Sense and Signs. But anyways, after The Village comes out, we get a string of shitty movies. Lady in the Water was terrible. The Happening is fucking awful. After Earth, terrible. Last Airbender, oh my god, I cannot believe you made that movie. Whoever thought that was a good idea was a fucking retard. I'll say it, dude. That was like them giving Joel Schumacher power to make Batman and Robin, which I'll profess is a shitty fucking movie. Like, Yeah, but it's still better than M9, anything M9 won. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I'd rather suffer through Batman and Robin than to ever have to watch fucking, um... Yes, what? God, please, do never make me watch The Last Airbender. It has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 5%. Right, like, so, like, um... Fucking, I hate, I hate Avatar 2, the James Cameron movie. I just, I don't like it, man. To me, it's Dances with Wolves remade. 
I would rather watch 16 straight hours of Batman and Robin than to ever have to fucking watch James Cameron's Dude, Avatar. M. Night Shyamalan's top five rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes. It goes 86% The Sixth Sense, 74% Signs, Signs and 25% Lady in the Water, 18% The Happening. The Happening is so stupid, dude. It had the potential to be great because this was when he was still making good films. Like, Lady in the Water was stupid. It wasn't really meant to be a scary movie, and it was a movie that he was finally in because his trademark is that he plays small roles in every movie. This one, he plays the whole role, and it was like, okay. freaking wasn't. No, I swear to God, he's like M. Night Shyamalan was a screenwriter on Stuart Little. (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) That's that's worse. No, yeah, like he was, but he played a whole role in Lady in the Water. So, like, it wasn't the greatest movie, but it didn't fuck him the way The Happening did. The Happening was fresh off of the success of the fact that he made good horror films, but they were all PG-13. This was going to be his first R-rated movie. Now, had Mark Wahlberg in it, that concerned me a little bit. My biggest problem with it is the plot is so stupid. Did you ever see this shit? The happening with Mark Wahlberg where the freaking like plants are killing the plants make kill people themselves. kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. That was the, it's watched, about like the greenhouse I effect. That, I watched that when I was a kid and got so pumped when that dude ran himself over with the um, lawnmower. Oh yeah. No, I'll admit dude, there are some good like deaths in that movie, but the whole thing is stupid. The story's dumb. The Fred, ending makes no sense. And Joey, De, um, Zoe Deschanel in it, which who, is just cancer. Oh my god, dude, she is terrible. Oh terrible. my god, you know who I forgot existed? Who? Spencer Brenslin <laughs> from the Santa Claus. Yeah, no, I yeah, and, I and the cat in the hat. So I wonder what happened to that little chubby kid. Um, he's still making movies. Clearly nothing that we've ever heard of. Like oh, his, that his was last his big movie break. was in his last movie was in twenty fifteen. Think of it like this though. What's the last movie you remember him in where it was popular? For me it was Zoom, the one with Tim Allen. It was a um an adaption of oh, Zoom's yeah, Academy. It was like it was like he yeah, has a rip off of Sky High. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was him, the brunette, or not brunette, the um, redheaded chick that's in everything now. I always forget her name. And a couple other people, but if I remember correctly, I think Courtney Cox is in it too. Yeah, Courtney Cox is in it. Um, So is Kate Mara. That's who I'm thinking of, Kate Mara. Yeah, so, okay, for what it is, it's a funny movie. It's, you know, very heartfelt. It's a family movie. And it's Tim Allen, dude. You can't go wrong with Tim Allen. Love Tim Allen. But... That's the last like movie I saw him in where I was like, oh yeah, that's that fucking one kid. <laughs> he's, hey, he was since... in Zoom, and then he was in The Happening. He's in the fucking Happening. A... Yeah. Where I don't I don't remember this shit. I'm gonna have to look this up. Um, Who does he play? He was in a thing called Born to Race. I've never seen Born to Race. Oh my god, he was in the greatest game ever played with Shia, Shia LaBeouf. It was that yeah, golf was. movie. Yeah, dude. he was the kid. Dude, that's a, such a good freaking movie. I know, dude. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. People love to shit on Shia LaBeouf, too, but he's actually a really good actor when he's not doing Transformers. 
about, I was about to say he's good when he's not so coked up. Yeah, that's the, or hitting his girlfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was in the Shaggy Dog. The Shaggy Dog, that's right. Yeah, and, and the then Princess he's Diaries. Oh my god. Yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. But hey, I speaking of this kid existed. You know which kid I also forgot existed? Who's that? Did you ever watch Even Stevens? Yes. Remember Beans? Beans. The, the little fat kid? If I look it up, if I look it up, I will definitely remember. Or maybe that wasn't his name. Hold on. Well, Beans is the first thing that's... Oh, yeah! That's Stephen Lawrence. The one with Steve Martin. Yeah, Stephen Lawrence. Yeah, dude. I forgot that kid existed. Apparently, he's in movies now. I was like, wait a minute, the kid from the fucking show? That's all I remember him from. He was fucking... I know he was an asshole in that show. When I was watching even Stevens as a kid, he was like an asshole. And then he's in Cheaper by the Dozen, which I didn't see the second one because I, I didn't want to. I was like, no, nah, I like the first one, and I'd like oh, to keep no it with that. no freaking way. That's not him. That's not him. That's not him. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, he went downhill. <laughs> Tony, he went downhill. He went downhill fast. <laughs> Tony, 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 no. What happened to him? I'm sending you right now. I'm sending it to you right now. I am afraid for my life. I, I have seen the eyes of Satan. He's on drugs. <laughs> Dude, a lot of those no, child stars my, end up like that. I don't think this guy's on drugs, but he's in a rough path. He's in a, a rough place. He's like a. You're you are going you are going to be freaking absolutely haunted by this photo. Oh my god! I'm looking at it now, (laughs) dude. He looks like a full grown man, like a professor at a school. Oh my god, he looks terrible, actually. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, that's a fucking. That's the dude that like my daughter would go talk to to get her class schedule. What the fuck? Damn, he grew. He's not fat anymore. Dude, he's creepy looking. He's always had that weird face. Yeah, that's that clearly never changed. That is, oh my, that is a. He did not get like he did not. Oh, what is this? Ew! Ew! <laughs> ew! 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 What is really this? on his skin. Oh my god. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's balding. <laughs> Dude, his head is still like that shape. He looks like he has He's just makeup on. Oh my god. Speaking of uh, other child stars, do you remember the kid from uh, The Sixth Sense, Haley Joel? Uh, yeah. Fuck, this is his name. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Dude, he was in a movie like. A couple of years ago, called Sex Ed. He's fat. Like he, he got bigger. You got to look up Sex Ed on like IMDb or whatever, dude. And it's him, but he's a grown ass kid. He's a grown ass person. Haley, Joel, I got to find him now. Osmond. That's what I meant. Haley Joel. Yeah, Osmond. Haley Joel Osmond. Yo, he looks Amish in his profile picture on IMDb. He's got a big oh, ass beard. He doesn't look too bad. No, he looks the same. He's he looks just like, funky. He, he looks like if um, he looks like if Jack Black got boring. Basically, and what's the last movie he was in? He does a lot of shows. I guess there's one called Bad Therapy. Oh, I remember that. I remember him in it. But he was in this movie called Sex Ed. Oh, apparently he's in Future Man too. Which 
I don't know if you ever saw that, but that was a pretty decent show. It had um, uh, Josh Hutcherson in it. It's the one where he's like a a janitor that has a gaming addiction, and then like the fucking video game comes to life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's a Seth Rogen production, so it's it's very adultish. It's funny as hell, but it was weird too. I only got into like the first season. Apparently, they made more. I think it was on. What is Jordan Libnicki doing? You know who was fucking hot that I never thought would be? Alexa Vega, man, from fucking Spy Kids. She was Carmen. <laughs> yeah, she was like basically like a, a sister to all of us. And then I looked at her and I'm like, damn, she was my stepsister now. <laughs> she what looks is good. Jonathan Lib Nikki doing? All these fucking childhood stars. Do you remember Jonathan Lib Nikki? I do. My little brother looked just like Jonathan Lib Nikki. He was a kid. We used to call him Stuart all the time. I think we could all um, forget about um, what's his name. Oh, he's still doing movies, apparently. The kid from The Resident. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, he's just now getting back into stuff. God damn, he looks terrible. And he's married to, or he's engaged to Brenda Song or whatever. You know, they're not engaged. They're married and have a child. Oh, they're married now. Okay, fuck. Yeah, they got married and, like, they got all woke and shit. It was weird. Like, they went to some awards and they were wearing shirts that said triggered or whatever. It was, like, the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. But his well, story like is funky. Soy boy beta male. That's what happens when you get raped by Michael Jackson. You kind of turn into a soy boy. That's exactly what I was saying. Because, like, the longest time everyone had that debate of did Michael Jackson touch those kids, Macaulay Culkin was the only one that said he was never touched. But I'm like, dude, look at him, though. His you life is you fucked turn up. Out well. You don't turn out like that and had not been touched. Right. Like, he blames it on his parents and saying, you know, as a kid, you get all these stresses when you're in Hollywood because you're making all this money, but you can't. You're, like, basically used as a money machine. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's true, but you look like a meth head. Like, he looks like he fell off the deep end, literally. That dude was listening to one too many Nirvana albums out of the two they made. I thought he's gonna start. I thought he was. I think he got um, put in a movie recently, but it looks like he's only been on television. Well, he is getting back into it. He's been signed to a bunch of movies, and he was in one recently. It's um, God damn it! Yeah, it's here like, it is. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song entered welcome their first child together. Let me guess that kid's name is like Chad or something. Or I mean, a couple welcomed their son named Dakota. That's okay. not that bad. That's okay, kind of Dakota original. Culkin. That's that that doesn't sound too bad. Dakota you know, Culkin. I like him, but I think his brother uh, brother Rory's a better actor than he is. Ow. Rory was in Signs. He played the the brother, and then he was also in um, Scream Four. God, what else is he? He's in a bunch of stuff. Actually, he's just not as popular, but he's one of the Culkins, and he fucking I think he's better. Yeah, he didn't get touched by Michael Jackson. He turned out fine. Yeah, he's just not in a lot of shit. Like, um, there is one family I think is pretty fucked up in Hollywood besides the Kardashians, the fucking Baldwins, man. There's something wrong with all of them. But I like him. I don't know. I like Billy Baldwin. I like Daniel Baldwin. I like all of them. Alec Baldwin is probably the biggest piece of shit out of all of them. Um, do you remember that scandal where he was, like, yelling at his daughter, like, left her a voicemail? It happened, like, a long-ass time ago. I think it was, like, 2005 or maybe 2010. Have you seen Mary Kate Olsen recently? 
Uh, last time I did, she looked terrible. Man, things went downhill for Mary. I don't understand how these two people can be identical twins. One looks like the Crypt Keeper, and one looks like a normal person. Right, they look like shit. Well, actually, I take that back. Don't they have, like, a another Olsen? Not a twin, but she's, like, a Scarlet no. Witch. Yeah, she is... That's a different kind of individual. That's a different individual right there. Right, like she looks, you know, she looks good. She looks attractive. She looks yeah, nothing like him. Elizabeth Olsen, you can tell they're related. They look a lot alike. Just one didn't do a bunch of drugs. Well, the Olsen twins. Um, <laughs> fuck, what is let's it? It's just, Mary. Let's just say, let's just say they had a a lot of a lot of fun with a crack pipe. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Mary Kate and what? What's the other one's name? Um, not Elizabeth, but uh, there's another one. They're twins. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. They were both on Full House and shit. Those two. Yeah, that's those are the Olsen. That's Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. That's right. Yeah, those two, man. Like they're fucking something's wrong with them. I know that they're like they into fashion design. Drugs. Man. Oh yeah, you know the only person I can think of that drugs made her look good was Lindsay Lohan. And I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, dude. Drugs made her look fucking great. Hold on. Look her up in Machete. Like, she was still on drugs then. Or no, she was recovering. But fuck, did she look good. Dude, I'm telling you, Lindsay Lohan has a mouth the size of... Dude, I had never seen... And she aged really fast. She was like... She was like... She looked normal, 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 normal. Then all of a sudden, one day, she went like... Like she was a million, like she was 80 years old and her mouth grew like 80 feet. I think she got really bad plastic surgery. I think is what happened. Well, most likely with all the drugs and shit. I mean, do you remember that incident where like she got out of the limo and her fucking gyno was showing? (laughs) (laughs) That shit was funny, dude. Everybody like did a bunch of like old school memes where they put a taco in front of it. (laughs) Dude, when um, Debbie Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Debbie Ryan. I used to have a giant crush on Debbie Ryan when I was in high school. I had a giant crush on... Let's see. Who was my crush? I liked Ashley Tisdale when I was in high school. I think everybody kind of liked Ashley Tisdale. But yeah. What, what happened to me was I found um, I found a love for uh, larger women. And I, I never looked back. If she ain't 280, she ain't my lady, so... 280. My <laughs> thing is, dude, is I don't I don't like small breasts. I know how shitty I sound, but like Jessica Alba lost her fucking her jugs after she had kids, so now she looks fairly flat chested. But she still has that nice face, so I'm like, whatever. But I had a I've always had a fucking mad crush on Alba, man. When I first saw her in idle hands when I was like nine years old, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Been following her ever since, but she's also crazy. She's into that critical race theory shit, and she's just fucking nuts. Her husband, is weird dude, I love to listen to Milano. You were gonna be hot when you were nine. Have you seen that video? No, what the fuck? <laughs> um, from Family Guy when um Quagmire and Peter start their band. When you were nine, dude. Yeah, and- it's Quagmire going, uh, Melissa Milano, I knew you were going to be hot when you were nine. <laughs> Alba used to be in this show called Flipper or whatever, and bro, she looked pretty good then, but the problem is that she's like a fucking teenager in it. 
And so I felt all creepy watching it. I was like, this sucks. Everybody everybody knows who my biggest crush in television and movies is, so we don't have to revisit that. We do. I already forgot. Or is it um Gina Carano? It's Gina. God, dude, she is. That's a woman, though. Oh, that's seen, a woman. And yeah, I've seen pictures of her, bro, and she looks good in the ring and out of the ring. <laughs> like She looks good as an MMA fighter and when she's like, wearing those dresses. Like, she's got those... She's got this red carpet photo of her in a black dress with a, like a um, turquoise sash. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've seen some of her modeling pictures too, bro. She makes people, booty shorts look good. People are like, Jesus, these guys are pigs. Uh, oh, I've been called sexist numerous times because of our show, I, which I, I don't give a fuck. I only simp for two women. He's like, it's Gina Carano and Gina Carano and a lady on TikTok named Abby Wilson. <laughs> I remember that. You sent me a thing. I was like, yep, she's great. <laughs> I love her TikTok. She's good. It's great TikTok. Really See, that's great. The, this is where I am sexist, dude. I, I do this thing called phantom menacing when it comes to <laughs> actresses. It's because I just want to like them. So I've explained it to you, but for the people, if I haven't explained it, phantom menacing is where you are. And so you're so in denial of how bad something is, you won't admit it's bad. But you like it. You just don't want to admit that you, you just like it. And that's, to me, that's what Phantom Menacing is, is you like something, but you won't admit it's bad. Jessica Alba, I love her, but I have a hard time admitting she's a shit actress. No, actually, <laughs> I'm going to say it. No, she's terrible. She's fucking awful. But I Phantom Menace a lot. I'm like, ooh, Alba's in it. I got to watch it. Like, Alba's the only reason I watch the shitty old Fantastic Four movies, but I still would watch those over the fucking remake that they did. That was shitty. And the 90s one. That one's fucking horrible, too. God, that's a series, dude, that I don't think is ever going to get saved. But, um... All, all I know is I heard news the other day that Dave Filoni wants to rehire Gina Carano. And I was pumped. If they do, I will watch Mandalorian again. What if is they... the worst... Okay, if you had to pick a person with the worst, um... Just immediately off the top of your head, worst plastic surgery of all time, Go. Angelina Jolie. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, God, yeah, that too, actually. Just Jolie <laughs> looks terrible, man. Like she, You can tell she's had so much surgery. Angelina Jolie looks horrendous. But freaking, um, they announced Legally Blonde 3. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Jennifer Coolidge is going to be, I think, there's more plastic in that, in that movie than the entirety of a um, goddamn Disney um theme park see here's the thing i love the first legally blonde i'm not afraid to admit it that is a funny movie that's a good movie it's hilarious yeah like i didn't see the second one and i didn't see the tv movie they made but i love the first one i do like reese witherspoon she's a good actress and i really think dude that she's just she is aged like fine wine i didn't find her attractive when she was younger but right now dude she's a woman i'm like dude she looks good as a woman but some actresses it's vice versa like I grew up fucking loving Sandra Bullock. 90s Sandra Bullock, hot. Sandra Bullock now, not. Like, she looks okay. But here's the thing. With Angelina Jolie, I don't think she has a lot of plastic surgery. I think she just has um skeleton face. She has a lot of lip surgery, dude. You know that shit's Yeah, right in, the, right in the list. But I think everywhere else is just she getting, like, old lady skeleton face. Oh, yeah, dude, like... I think I always had a crush on her in the 90s too, but 
Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. She, <laughs> what movie was she in where they could, where they were like curving the bullets? Oh, that was Wanted with uh, James McAvoy and Morgan Freeman. Oh, uh, yeah. So I ain't gonna lie, she looked good in that. They did that scene where she comes out of the tub and you get to see like the crack of her ass all the way up to her back. And I'm like, damn, she got a good body. But <laughs> I fell in love with her with uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider because A, Laura Croft Tomb Raider was an awesome game. It was a game where boys got to look at her titties when she was climbing the ladder and <laughs> got to hear her moan when she was getting hurt. But it was still a good game. Then they There's made the that- movie. Which sucks, but there, she's in it. There is that there is that video of the dude having her slide down the um down the ladder and her yeah. you see her like boobs smacking the um ladder as she's going down. Oh goes, dude she... this game's um he, he's like dude this game's freaking um mechanics. Oh dude, that game specifically sexualized women. Like you'd make her hop on shit, she'd go, uh uh, and you're like, damn, girl, keep climbing. <laughs> like, that's all that was. That shit was made for boys, dude. Like, I don't believe that it was an adventure game for everybody. But then they did the movie, which is terrible. And, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie is in Man, she looked just like her. I was like, oof. The new one they made, I don't know who they found or where they found her, but they can go ahead and put her back. Don't worry, the new game sucked, too. I know I played one from like a couple years ago. It was like three years old. So it's one of the newer ones, but because they make one every fucking year, they're like all different, but same concept. I played it absolutely terrible and it was stupid. I was like, man, the mechanics in this is terrible. Like in the old one, it was hard. Don't get me wrong. They were really, you had to have good knowledge and uh, skills. Uh, uh, something else was hard too. <laughs> oh, all the time. <laughs> That's when I was like, mom, something's wrong. There's something going on. Never mind. <laughs> what's that sweetie nothing just feel funny that's all (laughs) that was terrible but got him that's what happens when you're nine years old (laughs) but fucking um the newer one i don't know the actress they hired i think she was in a movie called ex machina i think i said that right i don't know but she's kind of ugly i'll say it she's ugly like name an actress that you think is fucking ugly an actor because I think is ugly. Yeah, we, we'll do actor too because there's some ugly ass actors out there. Dude, let's be honest, Brendan Fraser is <laughs> not a good looking individual. But I he think was... to this date, the most scared I've ever been in my entire life when looking at an individual was looking at um the creepy pictures we just looked at in the sky. Fucking beans. <laughs> I've, I've never been more more afraid. Uh, I think the ugly, like one of the ugliest actresses, like just that comes to mind, is Sarah Jessica Parker. Man, she's fucking ugly. <laughs> she's gross, dude. I don't know where anyone ever thought she was attractive. They made fun of her in South Park too. Fucking, they were making fun of her and um, Matthew Broderick because I guess they're married. And he was like, "Oh, I love my wife. She's beautiful." They're like, "Uh huh, yeah." And who is this transvestite donkey witch standing next to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking her, dude. They put, like, antlers on her and shit. (laughs) Was there Jessica Parker in Mamma Mia? Or just in the city? No, she was in Mamma Mia, too, I think. (laughs) Because I had to watch that fucking movie to impress a girl. It was awful. But she's like... Mamma Mia. Here I go again. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker was not in Mamma Mia. Damn, who am I thinking of? 
I'm going to look up Mamma Mia because someone looks kind of like Sarah Jessica Parker and Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, here I go again. My, my, how can I I know that uh, Pierce Bronson was in it. Yeah. Um, I know Meryl Streep, Colin Firth. Meryl Streep, man, she's still doing shit. Dude, Mamma Mia only has a 55 on Rotten Tomatoes? That makes sense. It's kind of a stupid movie. I think Mamma Mia has more money. Oh, no, it made a ton of money. That's a successful movie, but when it comes down to... Mamma Mia came out in 2008. Oh, oh, it's Christina Bransky, the freaking lady who's horny for um the the lady who's horny for the Grinch. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, kind of. That's what I thought. I knew it was a blonde chick. <laughs> somebody, somebody said like, I want to make, I want a woman to get as as horny for me as she is horny for the Grinch. <laughs> I remember that shit. Oh, the muscles. <laughs> anyone says, dude, Jim Carrey nailed it. Oh, God, you nailed like it. a fish. That, that is the best. That is the best Christmas movie of all time. I'll fight people over it. I would love to agree with you, but in my opinion, the best Christmas movie of all time is A Christmas Story. Actually, no, I take that back. The best Christmas movie of all time, it's a fact. It's been proven. Die Hard. This is really good match. Die Hard's amazing. But Bruce Willis went on record and was like, that's not a Christmas movie. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's opening presents, but they're opening bullets. I'll tell you that much. No, oh, I love that movie, man. They were going to make oh another one, and apparently God. that ain't happening. That kid actually looks like that? Why? No. So what you know kid? the kid, you know the Grinch, you know, in, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, the kid. There's that kid kid that plays the Grinch. That's not makeup. He actually looks like that. With that fucking ugly face, that who face? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. His name is Joshua Ryan Evans. And I just sent you an image of this child. If you think about it, society now with how millennials and shit look, they're almost like Whovilles from a Dr. Seuss. uh, Who's from, yeah, Whoville. They're like a Dr. Seuss book. We're living in a Dr. Seuss book, just not as uh, fun. Hold on. Did you send it to me on, like, Facebook? I'm sending it to you in... Um, oh, in the chat? Okay. In the in the Skype chat, if I can get it to actually work. No, nah, you're good. Once we get the studio built, I'll be able to just, like, cast it onto the television. Oh, absolutely. And our, our internet... This child exists. <laughs> That's his face. He has his that crooked face. smile. That looks like plastic surgery. It does, but that is a child. That's a born this way. There used to be this oh my show. God, is he a midget? Oh no. <laughs> there used to oh, be this he's show. Dead. Oh, he's dead. Well, what have he we done? Said, and I quote, I've had heart surgery three times, so I know what it's like to have pints, pins, and needles stuck in you. Oof. Fuck, no. I'm trying to look this show up I used to watch. There's a kid in it who's a midget now, and I didn't know that. Um, God, what, what show is that? 
The dad in it was the janitor in Scrubs. Let me he see. He died in 2002 at the ripe old age of 40 years old. That's pretty, yeah, that's, that's young. He was a midget. Is it the middle? Yeah, okay, so there's the show called The Middle. It was about a family that lived in, like, the middle of nowhere, basically. Did you ever watch it? Um, Sounds familiar. Oh, Look yes, yes, yes. Right, oh, wait, well, are, no, hold on. You're talking about the one with the um lady who used to be um um you're talking about um with Patricia Heaton, right? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that that's awesome. Atticus Schaefer is freaking hilarious. Right. I didn't know that he was a midget, dude. Atticus Schaefer's a midget? Yeah, look this shit up, dude. Oh shoot, that in that image, his head is definitely large. No, he's a midget. I saw him in a show recently, and he sounded the same as how he did when he was in the middle. And I was like, what the fuck? Why does his voice sound so funny? And I looked it up, and yeah, he's considered a um, a little person, if we want to be yeah, sensitive. That's a tall midget. Dude, he sounds the same, looks the same. It's it's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know he. I didn't know Atticus Schaefer was a little person. Right, I didn't either until like I was watching a show with Chanel, and he was in it. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I was wheezing for a second there. Um, asthma. It ain't easy being wheezy. But he was in this show, and like, dude, he looked and sounded the same. I was like, wait a minute. The middle was like a long ass time ago, like 2008. And so I looked him up, and I was like, oh my god, he's a small person. I what year did the middle get canceled? Um, let's see. Because yeah, 2009. Oh my god, it doesn't feel like it's that long ago. What? What's Patricia Heaton doing nowadays? No, the middle got canceled in 2018. At least I thought. Wait, how many seasons were there? Yeah, there was eight seasons of the. No, there was nine seasons. Twenty eight. First episode was in 2009. Okay, yeah. Right, but still, though, dude, that's like a long ass time ago. I mean, it's not to me. That's not that long ago, but in actuality, that's like what 13, 14 years ago. You know who used to be really attractive and then got old? Who? Patricia Heaton. You know, now that we're on that subject, I have a mad crush on Diane Lane. She is still hot as an old grandma. She was in, um, she played Cherry in The Outsiders. That was her best fucking image ever. But uh, she's... uh, Oh, from The Outsiders? Yeah, she's Clark Kent's mom in the newer movies. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, she's a fine old lady, dude. Like she looked Yo, good all the time. Um, who is who is Aunt May? Oh, uh, Melissa Tomei, or whatever her name is. Yeah, um, she's good looking. She's Aunt May just got hotter and hotter, if you ask me. Yeah, that. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, very attractive woman. See that part call of her mommy anytime she wants. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I tell you that creepy story about how I was working with somebody and we were talking about Jessica Alba and he's like, dude, I would literally eat the corn out of her hole. And I was like, stop. And then he goes, I'm not even kidding. I would drink the water she bathes in. And I was like, stop. <laughs> no, but Jessica, controversial statement. Jessica Alba is actually not that attractive. Fuck you. I think she is like one of the sexiest, hottest, most beautiful women in the world. <laughs> one of, all right. Besides my wife. She is so... The issue is she's small. Well, that and dude, like I said, she looks flat-chested now. She used to have some freaking big old jugs, and then, like, she got old. You know, she grew up. She's, like, 40, 41 or something like that. But 
Uh, my wife is definitely the most attractive woman in this fucking world. I'll find anybody. Uh, besides her, though, Jessica Alba. <laughs> she don't get so mad. She's like, you don't need to be looking at that bitch. <laughs> I'll be on her Instagram. Well, here's the thing. Jessica Alba started her own company a long time ago. It was called The Honest Company. They made good diapers and wipes. And I told Chanel, let's try them. And she's like, no, you just want to like love on that bitch. And I was like, no, I really want to try these. They're supposed to be like uh, completely chemical free and they're not as bad for the baby. So we oh, tried them. Absolutely not. So Bro, I, looked up, I looked up a list of the sexiest women of all time. And number freaking seven is Heidi Klum. She's gross. She is not. She's not one of the most attractive women of all time. I'm sorry. Hold up. Who's number one? Oh, there's Kate Upton. Oh, dude. Kate Upton has a huge rack. <laughs> Penelope Cruz. There we I go. Don't, I don't think she's. She's all right. She's not bad. Selma Hayek. Oh, man. Selma Hayek. That woman. She's a grandma now. Still looks good. Oh, Cindy Crawford. I like Cindy Crawford. I was a Cindy Crawford fan in my dreams. Oh, Megan Fox. That, I think people, some people really got hard for Megan Fox. See, the thing is, is I crushed on her in Transformers, but I just kind of thought she was overrated and she really wasn't that good looking. She wasn't, to me, she wasn't like the end thing like everyone thought she was. She was the hottest woman at one point, And I just thought she's really not, though. I love she's, that Jessica, Jessica Alba is the 29th hottest woman of all time, according to this list. And you know what movie it says she's most popular for? Huh. Fantastic for <laughs> what's crazy is I always thought the movie that made her like look the most fucking like sexiest in the world was Into the Blue. Oh, this with, is uh, criminal with Paul Walker. This well, is criminal. What Shania Twain is number 34. <laughs> Bump that up. She should be top three. Easy. I mean, old school Shania I'm, Twain. I'm pretty sure. I am pre- even now. Have you seen Shania Twain now? No, not recently. I think Shania Twain might be more attractive now than she was when she was singing. I feel that way about um, uh, Jennifer Lopez. I've always had a crush on her, too. And I always thought she was one of the sexiest women alive, too. But I think as she's gotten older, she just got better. But it's all them, all that money. And according to like a lot of people that have met her, a lot of people that have worked with her, they all say that she's a stuck-up bitch, and I'm like, well, I kind of believe it because when you know that you're that good-looking, you're probably going to throw that around. There's yeah, some people that don't need to I'm be on the list. I'm pretty sure that my first um, hard-on was from Shania Twain. Let's see. What was mine? Alba was definitely one of them, but I think my first ever, like, goddamn was um, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Especially in the movie The Net. Man, one of my favorite Sandra Bullock movies, specifically because Stallone and Wesley Snipes, the fucking Demolition Man. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I fucking love that movie. What did you send me? Oh, is it Shania Twain? That's Shania Twain now. Damn, she does look good, actually. Gorgeous. And she's a little bit, like, thicker everywhere. When I say everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. Oh. She probably has a fupa now. <laughs> a little bit of fupa, but if she ain't got a fupa, I don't want to look at her. I don't want to do her. <laughs> no, um, like, she does look good. I Scarlet, she still looks good. Scar Joe is number 54. R.I.P. to Black Widow. 
see, I'll I'll give her this. Scarlett Johansson is super attractive, but now that I know what she's like as a person, I just don't care for her at all. Oh, I think she's An- gross. There's Angelina Jolie at seventy four. Oh fuck! She does not look good now. I will say that. I think she's just. Uh, you know what Jennifer I will say though. Aniston is eighty eight. I never really liked Jennifer Aniston. I don't no, know what it is. Well, Jennifer Lopez, ninety one. How in the that fuck? That may be man. criminally low. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> I thought you were about to say hi. Like, yeah, no, she should be like <laughs> at the bottom on that shit. She should be like number no. five. There's Nikki or there's Nikki Taylor. I thought you were about to say Nicki Minaj. I was gonna say not at all. <laughs> no. She is a midday jerk off fantasy. That's it. Oh, Jessica Lucas from the Covenant. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, Jessica Biel. See, I did oh. like Jessica Biel when she was younger. Um. Oh, what is her name? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is actually beautiful now. I think. Um, I yes. almost married I a woman who looked so much like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Austin's like, you know what? We're going to the Grizzly Rose instead. (laughs) (laughs) um, I I like Drew Barrymore, especially like Drew Barrymore, like blended 50 first dates. Oh, yeah. She looks great now. I think as she's gotten older, she's aged like much better. I didn't like her in her younger days. I think the only movie I truly thought she was attractive in like in the 90s was uh, the first Scream. And that one, she was like, but yeah, as time has gone on, she's definitely gotten better. Man, this has yeah. turned into an episode of Smash or Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Over here rating fucking women. Have too many passes. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of guys, passes, and they're all famous. These guys, they're all extremely sexist and mean, and they're judging people <laughs> based on their sexual appearances. Really before we, uh, before we close this, you know who else I think is pretty fucking ugly. Kristen Stewart, man. She looks like she stinks. <laughs> she looks gross. I don't know what anyone ever saw in her. And I was like, ah, nah, dude. She's nasty. Twilight sucks anyway, so I won't even touch that. Dude, Kristen Stewart things. looks just like what I imagine sadness feels like. Yeah, dude. She looks the same in everyone. As Will Ferrell once famously said, she's a tramp hire. <laughs> you see that episode? He's all, she's a tramp hire. And he's talking about Twilight. It was all like I Jimmy do- Fallon. Before we close out, do you remember the um, Will Ferrell skit with the landlord? Landlord, which one is that? Where he's like late in his rent, and like a two-year-old comes to the door and is like hollering at him to give him the rent. <laughs> I gotta you, check this out now. I don't you haven't seen this. the landlord? I don't think I have. I'm about to look at this now. So live, live reaction right here. I'm gonna recall. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, Play it and record the screen so you can watch oh, it. Yeah, and, we can, yeah. and we can post this because this is maybe one of the funniest things on the planet. <laughs> I'm watching that video I sent you. It was WWE fans when they saw CM Punk and AEW. Oh, no, 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 shit. He's throwing stuff. I gotta see this again. <laughs> <laughs> this is back. This is back when um, Will Ferrell used to do um, 
Will Ferrell was on Funny or Die. Right, right. I, I thought you were going to say SNL. I was like, bro, he was on SNL for a while, too. I love my... So here's the thing. I hate SNL now, but back in the day when he was on that shit with Christopher Walken, the more cowbell, do you remember that skit at all? They're, yeah. Uh, pl- yeah, they're playing the Blue Oyster Cult song, and he's like, what I need is more cowbell. <laughs> so every time you listen to that song, Don't Fear the Reaper, you hear that fucking cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> doom, okay, doom. here we go. <laughs> all right, let's see this. Oh, shit. You can see the screen, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I can see it. We have a stupid ad. Fucking YouTube and their goddamn ads. And the whole screen is in front. There we go. It just got worse with ads. Oh, thank God we can skip it. Funny or die exclusive. I forgot he was on that. I cannot hear it. You can't hear it? Hold on. What in the fuck? I know it's the problem. Is I didn't click the share audio. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. So it says here, uh, Madonna is reinventing herself again. Hey, did you get that letter from the uh, doctor yet? I did. What did it say? My dad's gay. I knew it. Those blood tests don't lie. My landlord Pearl. Really late in my rent. She's nasty. Hi, Pearl. You don't have to raise your voice. I can give you half. Hey, don't talk to me like that, okay? <laughs> Look, I I thought I was clear in my email that I needed a couple weeks. I work too hard. Can I just get two more weeks? I want my money. You need to relax. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't call me bitch. I'm a grown man. <laughs> God, you're mean. Bitch. <laughs> Don't make fun of me cry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing so good, Pearl. I put you on the street. Pearl, I'm gonna pay you. I, I, I'm working three jobs right now. I'm working nights. I'm driving a. I'm driving a cab. I'm inside with my buddy right now, just going over my resume. I'm gonna smack you. I'm gonna smack you. You need to relax. I don't like But what are you doing so fast? Come on. I need to get my drink on. You scare me. You're an alcoholic. I need to get my drink on. Seriously, you are an alcoholic. Yeah, you're drunk. I knew it. You're already drunk. You know what? You're in no you're in no condition to, to deal with this right now. I'm just blitzed. <laughs> get out of here, okay? Yeah, we'll talk tomorrow. This isn't over. Come, Mommy. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I want my money, bitch. <laughs> you don't that shit's me, funny. Bitch. I'm a grown man. There was a funnier die skit where there were like a... Um... She's crying. She's, she's 
God, I'm trying to remember it. It was uh, the one where, like, the dude was catfishing people. And he was playing like he was in the military and the he somebody died or whatever. Like, dude, are you fucking... I had to look it up and send it to you. It was hilarious. But, <clears throat> oh, fuck, we ran into some overtime. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, eventually, I think we're going to extend these a little bit longer because I haven't gotten some requests. It's just... I know you guys listen to this on your commute, so we try to keep it, uh, uh, you know, reasonably short and long enough for you to be like, damn, that was good. Now I want more. Um, otherwise... Check out, check out our bonus episode we did on the AEW Rampage. Um, we did a review on it. That was CM Punk's debut. First time he'd been in a ring in like seven years, so that was a pretty big deal. Check out our backlog of episodes. You can find every single episode at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Check out that page before it gets fucking banned again. And <laughs> Check us out on Twitter. We're still working on the YouTube and the Discord, but you guys need to pitch in on that Discord. Otherwise, Austin, buddy, I will see you on the Friday show. Adios.